Let me illustrate. A podcast series putting the spotlight on board game artists. Hi everyone and thank you very much Oliver for having me in your blog. My name is Albert Pinilla. I still feel quite new in this field, but maybe I can say that I have been a board game artist since 2017. At that time, a board game publisher, or maybe rather I would say a toy company, contacted me, offering me to illustrate a board game for children. I think it's a bit difficult for me to tell how my style is. I like to use flat colors. Sometimes I agree textures, but mostly I use flat colors. That doesn't mean that the whole illustration is flat, because I like also to have different perspectives and to give the feeling of movement in my illustrations. And uh, I also like very much to play with shapes. I do figurative illustrations, but I like to look at the illustration from an abstract perspective and play with these shapes. And I also enjoy doing conceptual projects where you have to tell more than one thing. The illustration can have different readings, different layers. The first board game I illustrated, it was for this company that I already tell. The name of the company is Jumbo Set. And they offered me to illustrate a card game for children. It was really exciting project because they were developing still the, the game. So I was, I could see how they were changing things and they were improving the game. And I really enjoyed this really new project. And after that, they, they offered me some other projects, the same company, and a little bit in the same line. They were projects for children, like sometimes some card games and puzzles and also memory games. And yes, I enjoy it really much. The work that I'm most proud of is the board game that me and my partner Julia Johansson have created. This is We Can Play. It's a card game about outstanding women in history. And we started working seriously at the beginning of the pandemic. And it was intense. It's still very intense, but very rewarding work. I have illustrated 101 cards, 96 powerful women, and uh, we are really excited that next week, week We Can Play will be a reality. It will be printed. Working on a project, I like to feel creatively free. That doesn't mean that I need to work alone. I like to work with others. And I can see that others' perspe perspective can enrich my art. And another very important thing is to to believe in the project. One part can be static, but another very important part 
are the values that there are behind. So I find very inspiring to work on a project with values that I, that I share. Illustrating for board games, I think it's important to create atmospheres that can transport the players and atmospheres that fit well with the game. And it's also important that the illustrations explains well that they help to understand and clarify the game. So I think it's good to find a balance that the illustration is enough reach to create this atmosphere, but that you don't add too much information that it's not needed. There are so many games and very good art, so the most challenging thing, apart from keeping the balance on what I explained before, is to surprise, be seen among so many other games. The first contact we have with many games is the graphic part, so clearly is an important part and a challenge. The longest I worked on art for a board game was for We Can Play. Well, on that project I haven't worked just uh, as an illustrator. I've been developing the game together with Julia from the beginning. But as well as, as an illustrator I've been working a lot. It took me one year to, to illustrate all the cards of the game, 101 cards, and the package also, where also we launched the, the game on Kickstarter, and for being our first Kickstarter, I think it went really well, but we offer also during the Kickstarter personalized cards, so I've been illustrating also 50 personalized cards. In my view, more board games artwork should be more inclusive, representing racial diversity, for example. I think that as a society, we still have to claim many inequalities and injustices. And I think that board games can be a very good opportunity to educate in values, for example, looking to represent minorities. It's very difficult to say a single illustrator that I admire. Right now, I'm very fascinated by the art of Leonard Dupont. I recently discovered him. I discovered him from the art of Ice, the board game Ice. And I think the illustrations are very powerful. I love the palette he, he used. And I think he have a very great uh, sense of aesthetics. My favorite color is, well, it's very difficult to say a single color. Maybe I can say that today my favorite color is purple. What very few people knows about me is that I hate hearing the noise when other people are eating sometimes even my own noise. I think it's pathologic, but I can suffer it without others noticing.
If you wanted to become a board game artist yourself, I would of course encourage you. I would advise you to look a lot what others are, other artists are doing. And I would recommend you to contact people, look for projects, or I would encourage you to create your own project. And I think that in general, in the board game environment, is a very cooperative environment and in which there are opportunities for many artists. So go for it. If you want to get in touch, you can contact me through the website juliebert.com, the page of the board game publisher that Julie and I have recently created. Thank you so much, Oliver. It's an honor to be in your blog. Bye. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patrons, Nicholas Higgins and Sean Newman. Magic Champion, Zeb Hicks. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay and Shining Lights, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson and Tim Vernick.